Welcome to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. This is the podcast that gets people waffling about their mental health, coping mechanisms, life's minor inconveniences, and the music that soundtracks it all. So join me as I open up shop and have a waffle. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Welcome to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. This is the podcast to get you waffling about your mental health, coping mechanisms, life's minor inconveniences, and the music that soundtracks the journey. So join me each week as I open up shop and have a waffle. Welcome to the Waffle Shop Podcast. Today, I'm joined by someone who's kind of careers is just mind-blowing to be honest the amount of stuff that is here I don't even know where to begin he's a blogger podcaster reality tv star author it's Perez Hilton welcome to the waffle shop happy to be here I think we could still <laughs> say happy new year so happy new year you're my first official guest of 2022 I I think you're starting the year off with a bang <laughs> I think so too. So yeah, no, thank you for, thank you for joining me. Of course. So I start each one of my shows with something called the weekly waffle. It's something that's really minor and petty, but when I talk about it, it makes me feel better. So obviously feel free to kind of join in if you've got something petty to get off your chest, pettier the better. Um, but the first thing that I'm going to get off my chest, chest press is when you use tomato sauce, I feel like you call it ketchup over there, and you get that weird little watery thing that comes out first. Do you know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> so you're minding your own business, you're about to put it on, like, literally I was making breakfast, I had a bacon sandwich, and it was like the weird watery thing from the tomato sauce. <laughs> so I have two things, you know, I'm a fan <laughs> of 
um, being truthful always and yeah. honoring and honoring that. So I'll share the first thing that came out of my mind, which actually is not that petty. And then I'll share the second thing, which is petty, but I'll try to keep it. <laughs> Brilliant, let's go. <laughs> I'm not sure why, but the first thing that came to my mind is maybe my brain is saying that I want to view it as petty. I want to not let it be something that I feel weighs me down. Yeah. Because if I think of it as petty, then it's not as meaningful. But the first thing that popped into my mind was... I was in Las Vegas for 16 days in December and I ate and I ate and I ate <laughs> and it sucks that, you know, when I look in the mirror, I still see a fat person and yeah. it sucks that I, I understand. And I, I, I love being healthy during my normal periods of time yeah. because being healthier is better for you but it sucks that I also attach value to, well, I feel better also when I look better. Like, um, and I wish that I thought that was petty, but. No, I don't but, think that's petty. I think that's a very kind of. I wish it was way. petty. Yeah. But, no, I but, think that's very, I think that makes you a bit more human, to be honest. I think that's quite a vulnerable well, feeling. You know, unfortunately, we live in a society that is, extremely shallow oh you know, there's a there's a reason why and i i don't i don't even know if this exists like in the uk i would be hard pressed to find as in america mm. and probably anywhere a news anchor that weighs 350 pounds yeah it's no very overweight no. Why not? They could be very qualified, very smart, very good at that, but they're not going to put, unfortunately, yeah. a 350-pound news anchor on the, the evening But news. this is what makes this kind of stuff more important because no matter how, I, I mean, think, would, we're still you know? here doing it. We're doing it. Doing so it the, the, that's the first thing that I thought of after you shared your, the concept and what you were thinking. <laughs> and I'm like, God, that's a little heavier than what he's sharing. So I need yeah, to think God, of something yeah. else. Thanks for that. <laughs> uh, but the first pet, the only really petty thing that came to mind was I'm in Los Angeles. I'm blessed to live here, but myself and so many others, whenever it gets below 60 degrees, we complain. That's real cold for us here in Los Angeles. So. I'm not listening to this, Fred. I woke up this morning, it was minus one. <laughs> minus <Wow>. one. <laughs> so I'm sorry, I'm not having that. <laughs> uh, there we go. That's petty. Yeah, that is petty. Do you know what the one, my second one was? And it was actually really funny because I wrote this down a few weeks ago and you posted about it today on your socials about Facebook memories. <laughs> I've I wanted, oh, I've wanted to rant about this for so long. And then when I saw that today, I was like, wow, today was supposed to happen. <laughs> no one needs to see what we looked like. No one needs to see that fringe, that Justin Bieber fringe and like I mean, my five listen, chins that I had. Yeah, no one needs to my, see that. My thoughts were, it's fine for Throwback Thursday, but I don't need to be reminded of memories every single day. And when you really do a deep dive or just, you know, scratch beneath the surface, it's just a desperate attempt 
by Facebook to help create more content on there because their engagement, their users aren't as active as they used to be. Well, it's kind of like the... I'm not a huge fan of it and I haven't I haven't never really been but I feel like it's kind of having to try all it can at the moment to kind of keep up with like you know like the Instagram the Instagram reels like TikTok and all that kind of stuff so I feel like it's kind of I don't want to sound it sounds desperate but it's a little bit desperate I said said desperate (laughs) that's why I'll blame you when they come knocking (laughs) so Perez said it not me (laughs) so I want to start. I like to be this. Honest. You well, I think this is where the conversation. You are a very honest person. Um, obviously, over here in the UK, I think a lot of people know you for mainly not so much of the good reasons. I think you've been very kind of open and vocal about kind of your journey from like like five six years ago to where you are now. You are an incredibly different person, and I believe. And I'd like to say, like you kind of like you've recognised that kind of like the journey and kind of the impact and stuff but what I was kind of hoping to get from this today is to kind of get to know you a little bit more because I've read certain bits from like your from your book um which is a no holds barred (laughs) like it's literally (laughs) very honest um and the journey is quite remarkable from like how everything kind of started and kind of like what you went through from like the bullying and stuff like that to like especially like where you are now like are you in a weird kind of way like are you quite proud of the journey that you've been on yes and it's not over you know the fascinating thing about life and thoughts well I don't know about thoughts you know some people might have very rigid thoughts and ways of thinking that don't evolve over time but you know I grow and constantly am changing and my thoughts for the most part often change. Like things that maybe even 10 years ago, I never would have thought possible now are. Something as silly as, you know, I grew up idolizing. I'm I'm wearing a Madonna t-shirt. I was about to say. (laughs) I grew up idolizing Madonna. I still love her, but... I think about her differently now than I did 10 years ago or 15 years ago or 20 years ago for a variety of reasons. I never would have thought 15 years ago, 10 years ago that I would think about Madonna the way I do now, like talking to my friends and saying, oh, I can't believe she did that or I can't believe she's doing that or why is she doing that? What's going on? Questions like that, you know, that's just a great example. So even like with my memoir, which I released in 2020, I feel like life continually gives you lessons. And, you know, like in school, You can choose to pay attention or you can choose to take a nap during class. (laughs) I always did very well in school and I love life. I want to live the happiest life possible. And that takes work. You know, there's one thing I tell my kids and I think it's a universal truth. It's that Hard work will get you so far in every aspect, not just professionally, but also in terms of your relationships with other people, with your health, 
The health one is the best example, right? And I don't care if people, some people will make excuses for anything and some people will fight me on this. They're the minority though. And they're entitled to their opinions. But I think the overwhelming majority of us understand that to be healthy means two things. You have to eat healthily most of the time and you have to be active. That's it. It's not yeah. rocket science, right? It's not complicated, but while it's not complicated, it's not easy, okay? It's, it's, it's hard. It's way easier to eat whatever you want all the time and never work out. That's easy, but that's not being healthy. You know, the hard work that you put into anything, I always believe is always worthwhile. Do you think we're in a generation where people are kind of a little bit scared of hard work? Yes, because they've been brainwashed. You know, it's not just the power of the media. It's also the power of peers and parents mm -hmm. and family. Thankfully, I was brainwashed, but I was brainwashed in the right direction. And I think, you know, I'm so blessed that I grew up the child of two immigrants yeah. who fled a communist country in Cuba and started over again in the United States with nothing, okay? Same with me. I created everything. I'm not the child of famous, powerful people. I worked hard, very hard for everything that I've achieved in this 18 years that I've been doing what I wow. do. So did you parents, ever imagine back then that this is where this kind of whole kind of journey would coming from no. your background? Because obviously for one, it's remarkable. And obviously for them to come over here like with, with nothing. And I, I imagine not knowing what the hell was going to happen to then seeing their son with like some of like the biggest people on the planet. And then to be yeah. this kind of like honest and kind of obviously, obviously it's caused a lot of shit along the way. <laughs> We've all seen it. But like even to have that kind of recognition of you saying then about like it was the lessons that you learned from it that I feel like kind of outweigh the kind of like the hard times of that, would you say? Well, there's always going to be hard times. That's life. I was just talking about that to my therapist. Being in therapy is a great thing for me. I used to not be for the longest time, um, but you know, the pandemic and life and everything going on really pushed me back, more than pushed me, shoved yeah. me hard <laughs> back into therapy. And I found it to be very, 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 very helpful. You know, I'm in my mid forties now. I'm gonna be 44 in March even though I look 48, you know, I'm only 44 <laughs> in March. Not a day uh, over 30. Thank Don't you. put yourself down. Uh, <laughs> you know, and one of my best friends, his mother died recently. Sorry. And that just, it, it hurt me for my friend. I was hurting for my friend. And, and it also hurt me because that was like the first. Yeah. That was the opening of this next chapter in life where I'm like, gosh, 
this is going to start happening regularly now. My yeah. friend's parents are going to start dying regularly now because we're getting to be up there in age ourselves. Yeah. And simultaneously, while that is all going on in my life, you know, like my mother's getting older and it's hard to see the changes, you know, like my mom used to be the most social person. She always loved going out and being about, and now she's become a bit more of a hermit. Mm -hmm. She'll still go out, thankfully, but a lot less than before. I just need to so say, really I have a lot of respect for your relationship with your mom. Like I've got very close bond with my mom too. And seeing that kind of like, I'm like, even like when like your kids and like with the Christmas presents and all that kind of stuff, like I generally, I have so much respect for what you do for your mom. Thank you. So it's, you know, it's bittersweet to see my mom struggle in some ways and, and see her really get much older. Mm. And then on the flip side, I'm dealing with young children and they're, exploding minds and <laughs> abilities and the joys and the newness of life for them and i'm right in the middle of it all are you like i mean this is going to completely i did this just popped into my head so obviously forgive me you tell me to shut up if you like but are you in a way i wouldn't say worried but like if your kids ever get to a certain age of like oh what does like my dad do like are you, have you ever thought about like what you're going to kind of describe your kind of career as to them they already know and i do so oh, many wow. things but what's funny is the least tangible one for them the, the one that's hardest to understand is my website because you know they don't have computers yet they don't yeah. have cell phones yet so they're not checking my website but they can hear me when i'm recording my podcast they can see me holding the bottle of CBD gummies when I'm making videos promoting my CBD. They can watch me on television whenever I do guest appearances. I've done, you know, it's, I, I keep doing talking head stuff or whatever yeah. it might be. Um, so they understand the many different things that I do. And they also understand because I've made it a point to tell them, you know, not everybody likes your dad. I mean, you have multiple different kinds of conversations, like yeah. explaining to them my public perception. A lot of people don't like your dad because of things I've said and done in the past and explaining to them, like even like a silly conversation, like the other day, my daughter came up to me because she more than her siblings, my middle child who's six loves watching our family YouTube channel. Like Amazing. my son, he's happy, you know, doing other things, but my, my middle child loves watching our videos. And she said, dad, the video of me playing piano got more views than the one of my brother playing piano. And I'm oh, like, it's well, started. It's, not a <laughs> it's not a competition and it doesn't matter that you got more views or if you get more likes or whatever. That's, it means nothing. Okay. And there might come a day when people say negative things on your piano videos yeah. or whatever it might be. You need to be prepared for that and let it not bother you. It's quite too funny. It's, 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 it's mad, isn't it, actually thinking about it? Because I, I'm, I, I think I grew up in the same kind of generation. you did. Like We were before social media, before any of that existed. So our childhood was literally playing out. I was out before cell phones. I'm that old. Yeah. <laughs> 
No, I was exactly the same. I don't think I had my first phone till I was like 13, 12, 13. I didn't have my first phone till senior year of college or maybe not, maybe senior year of college. I don't remember. You remember your first ringtone? My first ring, were you able to have ring? Oh, I, you, I forgot about that. No, I don't yeah. remember. My first ringtone was um, Nelly and Kelly <laughs> di- Dilemma. <laughs> Very fond memories on my Nokia. <laughs> That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought my phone was ringing then. <laughs> <laughs> Um, with, with those kind of comments then, I mean, this is all going to sound like I'm like, it's quite negative, but it's not because I'm genuinely, I like to get into kind of like the minds of my guests and stuff. Cause I find it so interesting that when people go through kind of not necessarily traumatic events, but kind of the hard times, and then they come out the other side of it, either a completely changed person, but nine times out of 10 for the better. And they've kind of turned that loss into a lesson, as you kind of said it earlier, when when it, everything was at the height of everything and kind of all that kind of negativity was like on you, like what was going through your head? Like, cause I imagine it was a, well, the whole world knew who you were, but well, the whole world still knows know who you are, but was it, was it intense? It was definitely intense and I loved it. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to lie. It was fabulous. I, but not everybody's like me. Yeah. I'm crazy or I was crazy. Um, I'm still crazy to be honest, but um, <laughs> listen, I would, I, these days I, I, I still love negative attention cause I'm still yeah. crazy, but it's not like I'm actively courting it. It's not yeah. like I'm planning it, trying to create it. It will happen organically <laughs> because I'm still me and have all this baggage even though I'm very different in the past. And because I'm crazy, when I see negative attention being sent my way, I know that, and this is real meta and deep. Part of me has accepted that most people will never let me move on from my past self and that's partly my own doing. I'm partly to blame because I pour gasoline on the fire whenever any new flames light up. You know, if I see negative attention being sent my way, most people (laughs) will ignore it. Yeah. But I'm like the Kardashians in a way, right? I need to be out there still. I need to be talked about. And there's a reason why 18 years later, I'm still here. It's because I have an unhealthy work ethic, unhealthy. I still (laughs) work insanely hard 18 years later. And two, I know how to play the game. Yeah. Me, you know, fanning the flames, that's playing the game. Do you like, so what, what are you saying then about the, the unhealthy work? Like what does a normal day look like for Perez Hilton? Well, today was not a normal day because I overslept. <laughs> I forgot to set my alarm. And then I was telling my mom, I'm so mad at myself. 
it's like that workaholic in me, like, ah, how could you oversleep? <laughs> uh, but I went to bed so late because I had so much work because I'm still playing catch up with sleep and all of the things that I do since the beginning of the new year and things out of the norm that I don't normally do. Um, so, Sorry, I just, somebody texted me. I'm no, <laughs> I, I still haven't figured out how to turn off the noise. Um, anyways, <laughs> you would think. Um, so uh, a normal normal day will begin at like, ay, ay, ay. Uh, a normal <laughs> this is a bit day like Nelly and Kelly to start playing in a minute. <laughs> 6 a.m., 5.30 a.m. And, you know, there was a period of time there where I was really good and I was waking up at 5.30 and I was going to sleep at 9.30 p.m. I would love to return to that, <laughs> but I'm not there right now. Um, and it's just, you know, random. Like there's no two days alike. You know, today I'm doing this. Tomorrow I have a gig where I'm getting paid to live tweet a TV show and doing my regular job. Um, yesterday, what did I do yesterday? Yesterday I, I get paid. I have a weekly show on a streaming app and I get and I did that and my regular stuff and my YouTube and everything and my website, of course, and my podcast. And yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's exhausting. You've got about five, six full-time jobs as well as being a dad. <laughs> yes. I listen, I do not want to keep working this hard. I have to, yeah. I don't have FU money in the bank. Um, that means I don't have enough currently in my yeah. savings to never have to work again. But you know what? That's the majority of people do you on this love planet. It? Do you love it? Yes and no. I love it, but I also want more balance. I would yeah. love to be, I, I'm not going to lie. I would love to just work. I would love a nice housewife life where I just yeah. work four hours a day. Okay. You know, but that's not the reality of my situation right now. I would love a part-time life working. I was going to say, yeah, just a little, a little part-time job in a coffee shop or something. I don't think I could ever see Perez that working in a Starbucks. That wouldn't pay as much, but, <laughs> you know, um, I would love to work less. I, I imagine with these, because you've, you've, you've built an empire, haven't you? Like everyone in the world has, knows who you are. Yeah, but I have a high cost of living. I have three <laughs> children that I made the choice to have. And I made the choice to send them to private school, which is expensive. And I also financially support my mother. So all of that is a lot. So, yeah. you know, I have to, to earn a lot. <laughs> no, I, I genuinely have a lot of respect for that because especially from, I mean, I've only read obviously like the snippets and stuff, but like to be able to give that back, like that must be like a real kind of full circle moment to be able to, be able to like give like back to what your parents given to you from such a young age that's also a cultural thing you know my grandparents were in the house they lived with us and now my wow. mom lives with me so grandma lives with us as well thankfully we've got a little bit of a better setup you know my grandparents were literally in the same house 
my mom has like a little guest house uh, uh. her own space <laughs> <laughs> i imagine that your house is like wild at times it is uh <laughs> sometimes i think god there's just i need quiet <laughs> especially because you know i i don't have a, an office the kitchen is my <laughs> office I don't have space for an office at this in this house um, at this period of time, and that's fine. Just say, don't come on there now and start moaning about the cold and, and the office when you're in this big house in LA. It's like I'm literally this this setup. I am blessed. Is strategically blessed. placed, <laughs> but the rest of the house is falling to pieces. <laughs> I talk about um, music a lot on on the show and you have obviously been to some of the biggest and best events concerts like you've partied with them you've had photos with them I want to know like when you're at a party like what song is playing to get you on the dance floor well that's easy I always have a chemical reaction whenever I hear Madonna's holiday <laughs> like at the very beginning it drives me you like, didn't even think about that then. That literally was like that. Straight oh yeah, out. it's like my, it's like it's like Prozac or whatever the hell people take these days. I don't know. Um, Xanax. I don't know. Whatever people Sub take it. to make Sub it. it's something like it's like instant. It's like instant Xanax for me. <laughs> Not Xanax. That, that puts you down. It's like just an instant upper happy thing. Like Ribena. Like champagne or something. <laughs> I don't know, not go, champ I'm, not, I'm not a huge champagne fan, but it's just like chemical reaction, I tell you. So on the flip side of that, then, when you're in like the feels and or you've had like a bit of a bad day, I'm a huge fan of listening to Adele. Adele's my go to like she just speaks to me on another level. What song kind of makes you cry? Well, actually, I just shared a silly video. Um, it's like the album is so brilliant that it's hard to single out one song because my favorite artists are the ones that create spectacular bodies of work where yes. every single song is amazing. And this last week, I have stopped this week, but last week for the entire week, I kept listening to Sarah McLaughlin's Fumbling Towards Ecstasy nonstop. If you all aren't familiar with that album, it's one of my top two albums of all time, I would say. Uh, Sarah McLaughlin's wow. Fumbling Towards Ecstasy and Tori Amos's Little Earthquakes are my top two albums. But I was listening to, to Sarah last week, not Tori. <laughs> That, I, Joe, I, I love this. I could have this conversation all day, every day about music. I love so music. I, I, I imagine, obviously, with the kind of concerts and events and stuff that you've been to, like, has there been any like real standout moments where you like that you've had to take a stamp, step back and be like, okay, this is like, this is magic. Yes. The best concert experience ever for me was in 2008. I think it was 2008 when I went to see Madonna's Sticky and Sweet tour in Las Vegas, it ended up being a two night affair because the first okay. night I get there and her publicist texted me saying, hey, where are you? 
I'm like, oh, I just got to the arena. I'm so excited for the show. She's like, meet up with me. Madonna wants to say hello to you. What? No. And Madonna does not do meet and greets anymore. Okay. Or she doesn't really do meet and greets unless it's like her friends. And I'm not a friend. I wasn't a friend of Madonna. I didn't freaking know her or whatever. So I got to meet her and I was a blubbering idiot because like, I, you know, by She's that an point. Icon. She's an icon. I mean, not the, not an icon, like my icon. <laughs> I grew up idolizing Madonna. So I got to meet her and that was amazing. And then her manager invited me to come back the next night because she was doing two nights at the MGM Grand Arena in Las Vegas and gave me even better tickets. So the, the Sunday night or Saturday, whatever, the second night was the best concert experience of my life because I literally sat front row at Madonna. Wow. She kept looking at me the whole time. There was one point where she dedicated a song to me <laughs> mid-concert, kind of like a little dig, uh, because the night before I went to see the show and then I did a review of it. And she watched my review and I said, I, I love the show. I love Madonna. If there's like one complaint I have, it's that she was playing guitar too much throughout the entire show. And like, I don't want Madonna playing guitar throughout the entire <laughs> show. And she introduced this song called Miles Away. Yeah. And she said, I'd like to dedicate this song to my friend Perez who thinks I play guitar too much during my show. Deal with it, baby. That's exactly <laughs> what she said. The video is up somewhere on YouTube. And then for the encore, she sang this song called Give It To Me or Give It To You. I forget, something like that. Give it to me, give it to you, give it to me. Give it to me, anyway. yeah, because isn't it with, it's either Pharrell or Kanye, isn't it? Yes, with Pharrell. Yeah. And then she bent down put a microphone on my face and had me sing along with her. And I'm like, I will never be able to top that concert experience. I honestly, I love stories like this because it's just how many people in the world can say that? It was amazing. I love, and I love Madonna. Like I deeply, like I worship Madonna and I can still be honest about Madonna yeah. too. Well, I imagine she's that kind of person who's got that kind of thick skin to be like, you're entitled to your opinion. She'll probably tell you that you're wrong, but. <laughs> Madonna seems like the kind, and I could be wrong, but I don't think I am. She definitely seems like the kind of person who loves yes people, yes men. Yeah. You know, she doesn't like being told no, or that that didn't work, or what are you doing? Yeah. You know, those, you know. so yeah. Have you ever been disappointed by someone that you've like held in like such a high regard? I mean, I'm sure probably, but. I mean, you don't, obviously that, you don't have to mention names, but like. Yeah, nobody that comes to mind right now. But for the most part, all of my idols that I've met have not disappointed. Yeah. No, I love that. Oh, honestly, I could sit and talk about music and this kind of stuff all night, but I appreciate you're an incredibly busy man. So I can only thank you for joining me for my first waffle of 2022. Happy to be here. And I'm trying to manifest a trip to the UK for work. 
I'm wow. specific. Hopefully <laughs> something will happen. Oh, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. There's something. I feel like you, you're kind of dropping hints here, but there's something that I need to No, I don't have anything work Oh, nothing. Oh, right. No, oh, I'm right. literally trying to manifest. <laughs> oh, right. like, I would love to do more work in the UK, like whatever it is. Like I'm trying to like will it. <laughs> into there. this. Yeah. There's one of the things that I need to ask you about before I let you go. Sorry. One of you were on one of my favorite seasons of Celebrity Big Brother. <laughs> that was wild. At <laughs> Honestly, even watching that, even talking about it now, like my heart race, uh, my heart is like pounding a little bit. How the how did you handle that? Did Not you even well. handle that? No, I mean, I got out and and I was catching up on the world, and there was um, a tweet that Louis Tomlinson sent. You know, from One Direction, one direction. he sent yeah. something. He sent something along the line, like he was watching, like everybody in the UK was watching, it felt like, because it was the highest rated season in a decade, which says something. It was the highest rate, actually, not only was it the highest rated season in a decade, it was the highest rated season ever on that network. Um, Celebrity Big Brother used to be on a different network. Yeah. And um, that had some higher rated seasons, but when it switched, I think it was what, Channel 4 maybe? Yes, I don't, and they went I don't to Channel remember. 5, didn't it? Channel 5 or whatever. Yeah. The network that it was on when I was on, it, my season was the highest rated ever on that network. Um, he sent a tweet out saying something along the lines of Perez needs to be sent to the loony bin. And he's not far off. I was struggling severely with wow. my mental health in there because I couldn't sleep. I was yeah. not getting any sleep. And when you are severely sleep deprived, that's real bad. I was yeah. really unwell, you know, for a variety of reasons. Like, you know, when you're constantly fighting with people, like your brain can't shut off. It's like all the serotonin and endorphins and the chemicals. I've heard just, it's quite small in there as well. So I can only imagine that kind of level of claustrophobia small, like, adds to that. There's so many things. Oh, you have no idea. They literally would lock us in the bedroom at night. And they all, because at night, well, things got so wild that some points they wouldn't even give us alcohol at night. And I wasn't even drinking at the beginning, you know? I did at the very beginning and then I got out of control and I'm like, yeah. I'm not drinking anymore. I know this, yeah. this is the bad recipe, but everybody else would be drinking. And because people would drink at night, they would stay up late. And they kind of wanted to ensure that you got your eight hours of sleep. So they would lock the bedroom doors and they had these metal grates that they would bring down so that it would completely block any sunshine from entering the room. And Sounds you like don't have any, you didn't, it was, and you don't have any clocks in there. So you didn't know what time it was. And you had to wait until like they deemed it late enough to open the bedroom doors. And, but you know, what kept me going in there was the insane paycheck. I got a crazy amount of money and they were hovering it over my head because if I quit, they don't give you your paycheck. They give you 25%. Yeah. You don't, you don't get paid. Uh. 
you don't get paid in full until you're done with the whole thing. And if you quit early, you only get a fraction of your fee. Wow. So I was like, I've suffered so much in here. I've literally suffered so much. I did not go through all of this misery to not get my entire fee. Fair play to you. Fair play. Because like, I don't think, well, maybe they did believe me. I don't know. But like, I kept saying to my housemates, I want to fucking go home. Like yeah. I was done with it and they didn't believe me. They thought <laughs> I wanted to stay until the very end. I didn't. Here's another little secret, which made no sense. I would have wanted to stay till the end if I had financial incentive, but the way yeah. that those deals were structured, it made no sense to me. Let's say, a ridiculous amount, right? Because I don't want to reveal my actual yeah. fee, but let's say I got paid 10 million pounds, right? If I was the first person voted off after a week, I got my entire 10 million pound fee. But if I had to stay all four weeks till the very end, you don't get any bonuses. You don't get any extra for making it uh, to the very end. So see, I had no incentive. You should to know that. <laughs> the British public love that kind of like turmoil and drama yeah, and stuff like that. So loved, you should just go in there they and just said nothing. To keep people in there to torture them. So yes. we're, we're like that. <laughs> it's just who we are. <laughs> and then I was trying everything possible. Like, how can I like be boring? Like, what could I do to like make the public turn on me? Like, what could I do to get them to vote me out? Like, I was having all those th- like. I was thinking, I was trying to do everything possible to get the fuck out of there. <laughs> is it is it safe to say you haven't you haven't met up with Katie for like dinner or anything since? No, but I am actually <laughs> really good friends with both Nadia Sawalha and Michelle Visage. Very good friends to have. Yeah, thankfully, Michelle and I, you know, we met up a few years after the, that wild experience. And yeah. We hugged it out and hashed it out, and um, we're all good. No, it's good to hear. Good to hear. So, you ending on a positive. Yes. <laughs> Honestly, you have been absolutely brilliant. This was definitely worth the wait. So, yeah, thank you so much for your time thank and for you joining for me for my. Me. Fu- anytime and if you're ever in the uk for whatever reason you fancy a waffle drop into the dms i will i love a waffle i'm, I'm a much more waffle over pancakes guy yes i'm gonna save that <laughs> perez well, hilton because, more of a waffle guy <laughs> i mean i do like pancakes too but i love i like waffles better because they could collect the syrup better exactly it's like little spoons and there's more texture <laughs> You've been listening to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. Huge thank you to my very special guest this week, the brilliant Perez Hilton. As always, if you like what you've heard, don't forget to hit subscribe, follow us on our socials, and I will see you next week. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. You've been listening to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and even leave a review. It means the world to me. See you soon.